0: So there's this other little tidbit that I wanted to share with you. Uh, I thought maybe we could put it on Patreon. It probably isn't going to be very lengthy, but yeah. this will be bonus. Um, what do you know about Mary Creighton? Oh my gosh, Are you that name
1: sounds familiar, but I don't remember. Okay, good. So, <laughs>
0: um, you know, A is for arsenic, right? Yeah. So I was doing a little digging about arsenic and came across the lovely Mary Creighton, who was also known as the Black-eyed Borgia, which I also think we should definitely do a Borgia oh. episode yes, maybe early next year uh, for me yeah, I think so but but um she was called the Black-eyed Borgia because she murdered three people with arsenic, and the Borgias, of course, were famous for murdering their dinner guests. With arsenic. Mm -hmm. So there's a famous quote about the Borgias that says, I maintain that though you would often in the 15th century have heard the snobbish Roman say in a would-be offhand tone, I am dining with the Borgias tonight. No Roman was ever able to say I dined last night with the Borgias.
1: (laughs) That's crazy.
0: Apparently, if you went to dinner, you didn't survive.
1: Go back. You better hope uh, that that fucking dinner was killer then. It was killer. <laughs> In a tasty uh, way, hopefully, too. Yeah,
0: hopefully it was at <laughs> least good. Oh, <laughs> God, dying by arsenic would be terrible.
1: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: So I did a little digging on that, actually. And. Mary would have fit right in with the Borgias. And let me tell you, her nickname was aptly earned. If you look her up online, she has these like really black, black eyes, which, what? you know, we talked about like the serial killer eyes. She had those yeah. for sure. <laughs> and just like a black hole of evil. Um, her first victim was her pesky mother-in-law in In 1920 she poisoned her mother-in-law with hot cocoa and within hours of ingesting the cocoa uh, her mother-in-law died a violent and excruciatingly painful death and Mary got away with it what? how? it's like you said uh, real tough to prove True. Especially with that era. Yeah. Yeah. And so a few years went by. And in 1923, Mary invited her teenage brother to come stay with her and her husband. And as a gesture, she made him a delicious serving of chocolate pudding before he was to go to bed. And guess what? Death by chocolate and arsenic. (laughs) <laughs> she killed her teenage brother and his death was blamed on a stomach virus. Oh my gosh. Just because of, you know, all the yeah. nastiness that comes along with that. Oh. And ugh, what are we talking? Cramps, vomiting, diarrhea. Mm-hmm.
1: Dehydration from all of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
0: And no one would have thought anything about it and again, there are probably so many fucking people that died from like murderous arsenic poisoning, and no one would ever know just because it was in everything. And right, but um, just so happens that Mary was the beneficiary of a thousand dollar life insurance policy on her younger brother, which today that would be about eighteen thousand dollars. And this mm-hmm. was during. The 1920s, right? The Great Depression. Right. That was a lot of fucking money back yeah. then when <laughs> people were jumping out of buildings and people were selling their children. And Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So that was murder number two. <laughs> Damn. So that raised a few eyebrows because people were like, oh, she uh, shed a life insurance policy on her brother that's interesting he just happened to come live with her and then died like immediately Mm -hmm. um so they had him exhumed and you guessed it when they did the analysis they found out that he was poisoned with arsenic but mary was never convicted what because they couldn't prove that she actually poisoned him Oh, my
1: gosh. They're not going to take into account, oh, well, her mother-in-law went and kicked the bucket, too. Right? Like,
0: just randomly people were dying of arsenic poisoning in that time, so
1: (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, that's probably why. They're like, ah, another one. Just happened to get a life insurance
0: policy out of that one, too, but. Yeah. (laughs) Guess she's lucky. And, I mean, arsenic, we know, is called the Inheritance. Powder for a reason. Um, Pretty much undetectable. And mm-hmm. the powder itself is very easily easily mixed into food and drinks. And the person who's consuming it, there's really no... It's, like, odorless. It doesn't have a taste, really. And it was really fucking easy to get your hands on it. Like, really Damn. easy. Very cheap. So... There's that. That's, it was a that's, very convenient,
1: <laughs>
0: a very convenient way to murder
1: people back in the day. Oh, my gosh. That's so fucking crazy.
0: And it was in things like rat poison, too, right? So if you mm-hmm. obviously rats were a problem back then because mm-hmm. um, of the way houses were set up and people, the overcrowding and the filth and ugh, we didn't even mm. get into that on no the a is for arsenic but like rats chewing on people while they sleep that was like a normal thing yeah rabies probably
1: yeah oh how much uh how much of the craze do you think came out of rabies then (laughs) (laughs) like some of the stuff that went on what can we blame on rabies well, zombies. True.
0: Right? Is it zombies yeah. or vampire? Vampirism.
1: There is a little rabies. bit. Yeah. There is a little bit of that with rabies for vampirism because uh, some people claim that the uh, craving for blood is part of that the iron in it
0: iron yeah Yeah. and
1: sensitivity to light doesn't it make Mm -hmm. them
0: really hypersensitive to bright light Mm -hmm. and makes their skin pale because of the iron deficiency yep
1: and i think it does something to your eyes it's not like like changing the color of your eyes or anything but i think that you start developing like red eye and like Mm -hmm. burst blood vessels in your eyes or something like that too
0: yeah, which I think we'll probably cover that on a Z episode, maybe. The zombies episode. Yeah. A little bit. We'll touch on that. Might get into some hoodoo and voodoo as well. Oh, um, yeah. That'll be that'll be a fun one. That will. But yeah, so Mary killed her mother-in-law, killed her brother. And then she took a little break from that for a little while. She kind of just... um was like, I don't know if I want to push this too far. But then <laughs> in 1935, she took her chances a third time. What? Yeah. This time, the target was the wife of a man who Mary's teenage daughter was sleeping with, allegedly. Oh. Everett Applegate was the name. And it was during the Great Depression, Mary had invited Everett and his wife and their daughter to live with them for financial reasons. Now, one of the sources that I read said that Everett was actually sexually assaulting the girls and that Mary's daughter was forced to sleep with him and his wife, like a totally fucked up situation with this guy. Hmm. So I don't really know. Um, The truth and all that. But at one point, Mary and Everett decided to get his wife out of the picture and they conspired to kill her. And so this guy had Mary go into town and buy rat poison, which was highly concentrated with arsenic, Mm -hmm. and fed it to the wife. And no surprise, third time was the charm this lady died and finally mary got caught and it wasn't just mary oh. everett also got caught and fun fact they were both electrocuted by the famous electric chair old sparky at the sing sing prison in new york in
1: 1936
0: really mhm oh yeah <laughs> So they both sat in old Sparky, and thank goodness they got caught. Um, yeah. So who knows how many people were actually murdered back in the day, if you look historically back through time by our sake. Right. Probably a pretty high oh. number of people, I would say.
1: I want to know the percentage of people that frickin' made it to <laughs> die of natural causes. Was that even a thing back then?
0: well, we are here, so we are we it's have true. to be the
1: survivors of those
0: people, right? right,
1: unless they uh, we're talking did the humpity humpity boom boom had the kids they grew up fast enough to carry it on and you know arsenic happened after
0: <laughs> that's true, yeah, my great grandfather lived to be in his nineties. he was born in like early 1900s like 1906 or 1908 somewhere in that range yeah he lived to be a really um old man which is great
1: that is awesome but
0: i don't know the history on where he came from originally but my ancestry results (laughs) apparently i apparently i'm scottish mostly hell
1: yeah dude that's
0: awesome I had no idea. I assumed it was, I mean, obviously German. My mom's name is Kissel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So German for sure. French on my dad's side. And, but the percentage says Scottish, English, Welsh, European. I'm as uh, white bread as you can get, basically.
1: (laughs) Hey, very diverse in the European area though.
0: <laughs> oh, there was a little bit of Scandinavian, that's from my grandmother's side because she was Heck uh Yeah.
1: Felix was her last
0: name. Nice. Um but yeah, arsenic is some interesting it's an interesting topic. Um very there are a couple other little facts I wanted to share, which you may or may not know, but um Are you familiar with the toxophagy? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But not a
1: lot. I I wouldn't...
0: I wouldn't say that I got a lot, but I got a little (laughs) bit. You might might know this, but for listeners, um, the toxophagy were Syrian women who ingested small doses of arsenic on purpose. And Mm -hmm. it was like three times a week they would ingest it to build up a tolerance and... They claim that it gave them a really rosy complexion. It made them look plump and desirable because, you know, gaining weight back then was a thing and Mm -hmm. people wanted to be curvy. And um, that would have been one of the good things about that time frame.
1: (laughs) Right. Be like, oh, wanted to be curvy, but then the whole thing with corsets, too. Right. You know, like
0: you want. You want the curves to be on your hips and your bosom, but not yeah. so much your waist, yeah.
1: right? You can have <laughs> curves, but it's conditional. Hashtag yeah. <laughs> Victorian era. <laughs>
0: right. Oh, man. But the, these women, like, they basically claimed that arsenic was an aphrodisiac and that it was a stamina enhancer and it kind of got out of control suddenly, because of that, everybody wanted to take arsenic. And you and I both know arsenic is definitely not safe in any quantities. Um, So question is, how did they survive? Well, turns out they didn't. (laughs) 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 Um, Because, you know, anybody who's taking arsenic at a lethal level is going to die. Um, The only thing that Well, what was actually happening was a lot of these people who were claiming to take arsenic weren't actually taking arsenic. They were consuming things like chalk, Mm -hmm. you know, white chalk, um, which would be gross, but is fine. And uh, there was one uh, Victorian concoction that was famous for beauty enhancement that I found in an advertisement, and it um, consisted of arsenic, chalk, and vinegar. Ooh. Ooh. And which sounds disgusting if you think about ugh, oh. the mixture. I'm sure that tasted real good. So nice. Um, <laughs> like, a, what do you call it? Um, what are those little tabs you take that you crunch that are like, oh, Toms? Chalky Toms. Yeah. So yeah. Toms with vinegar, vinegar. with oh. who knows what arsenic tastes like. I guess it's powderless, so probably nothing, but um, or tasteless. And then they claimed that this cocktail would make their skin pale and their capillaries would flush with blood. And basically it was just making them really anemic.
1: Jeez. That's, you know, comparison with real time right now, I guess a lot of that can be compared to uh, all of the shit on TikTok. Yeah. You know? Um A funny example, not fatal, but funny example is somebody on the internet was like, "Dudes, your balls, they can taste." (laughs) Yeah, that was everybody. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. that. The fucking everybody. Yeah, dip your nuts in soy sauce. Go to town. JK. I do love sushi, <laughs>
0: but you know that's not my that's not my idea of a good date
1: night. Um, no, this is called experimental dining. Drop trow and get going. No thanks. Oh man, smoke up the ass and soy sauce on the nuts.
0: <laughs> what about that wasabi? Oh, oh I can think of a. <laughs> I can think of a few places that you would you'd probably never want wasabi to
1: get anywhere near, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, that'd be—I mean, horrible but funny.
0: <laughs> sorry, Patreon listeners, <laughs> you definitely get a little bit more candid side of us, uh, uninhibited side of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're we're a wee bit sorry, just a wee bit.
0: Hey, man, if we had to endure that and, like, learn those facts, other people should know about them, too.
1: <laughs> Agreed.
0: Agreed. So you're welcome. <laughs> um, Another thing that I learned about arsenic now, I don't know if this is true, because I think there were a lot of things uh, to consider when it comes to the way that he died, but Pauline did not stand a chance. One of the ideas was uh, that he supposedly died from arsenic poisoning from the wallpaper in his prison cell Oh, because he was fancy. He had to have that fancy wallpaper. Mm. Um, He do be bougie. (laughs) It could have been a combination of things. It probably was a combination of things because uh, he died after he drank a bunch of calomel. Do you know Ooh. much about calomel? Like the tea? Like the syrup calomel? Ew. Ew. We will have to probably do a whole episode on calomel. Maybe we can do that for C next year. Oh, we should. But um calomel was used to treat a lot of things. And he was using it specifically for um some ailment that he had, but it causes stomach cancer and gastric ulcers because it is made with a very high concentration of mercury chloride. So it was used to treat constipation, dysentery, typhoid fever, mumps, and they used it for babies when they had teething issues. Or even skin ailments—literally any kind of ailment you can imagine—calomel was
1: prescribed for. Dude, ooh,
0: yeah. Well, so maybe we should talk about like medicines or. Oh my gosh, we should. I could actually include that in the quackery episode. Calomel. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Um, because that the that's intense. And then just thinking about what people did with makeup, like how,
1: what they used. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's so many things.
0: Oh, so I would things. love to
1: find old newspapers and articles. Actually, I have a book of weird Wisconsin Victorian articles. No way. Yeah. I should dig that shit up and look at some of that stuff. That could be, hey, that could be bonus content, too. For That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I can find some for
0: uh, Indiana.
1: Do it. Actually, that that book, I should send you that book. The Weird Wisconsin Articles one. That's cool. Yeah, they're all based in the Victorian era. Actually, I think some of them even stem up to the 60s. But yeah, there's some really weird advertisements and shit in there, too. You could almost
0: make a whole show on that, kind of like how obituary <laughs> has yeah. the – you could just, just like, weird, random advertising. Right. Stuff. Nobody steal our idea because <laughs> – Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> we can maybe do a side podcast at some point. There's a lot of side podcasts we could do, but – Oh, hell yeah. Anyways, I digress. Um, A fatal dose of arsenic not that I'm proposing this to anyone, just going to put that disclaimer out there, but I was curious, yeah. um, is 70 to 180 milligrams, which in powder form is about the size of a pea. Ugh, that's it? So, yeah, very small. Holy balls. Which is why it's so easy to, it would have been so easy to hide that, you know? hmm And I'm just like, Hope nothing happens to my husband because I've been like Googling Googling like <laughs> what's a fatal dose of arsenic? <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> That's like how like, it is when you write shit too and you're trying yeah. to look up if you know, especially if you're writing a mystery or something and oh being a writer. Incognito.
0: I'm like yep. incognito. Incognito. Even yep. though it doesn't really matter.
1: No, it doesn't. <laughs>
0: Um, And then the other fun fact that I found was that in the mid-1800s, there was about 100 million square feet of arsenic-infused wallpaper. Oh. That's
1: oh. a lot. That's a lot. Holy shit. wonder
0: what happened when they figured that out. That's what you know, I want to like know. If, because nowadays, if as you know asbestos is found, there's like a very specific process that has to be done to remove it safely. Mhm, so what do they do? Do they just like bulldoze the place and set it on fire? Did they remove the wallpaper by hand like right what that's what
1: I want to know. and speaking of fires, how is that helping the human life right Oh.
0: Right. Oh. Um trying to think if there was anything else that I wanted to add. I think that was the end of my little list. That's was insane. there any other little tidbits that you Was there ever any like a I know you had mentioned at one point that there was a family that ingested something, but it wasn't yeah. arsenic.
1: It was No. What was uh, what was it, that story? Oh, God. It was from a documentary. It was a BBC documentary about Deadly Victorian Era. I can't remember the name of it, but it was probably very similar to that. It was like a three-part documentary um, for TV release. And it I think it came out in like the early 2000s. But the lady that was hosting the show had talked about this family where, and this is why people started labor, laboring, well, that too, I guess, uh, labeling <laughs> their jars and stuff in the kitchen because before safety things came about, people were putting their cleaners in the same cupboards as their baking materials. And, I mean, back then, all of your containers looked the same and they didn't yeah. label them. So you kind of had to go, oh, I think I put it up the cleaning stuff on the left hand side this time or whatever. And obviously that shit mostly looks the same. Well
0: Well it's not like they had a lot of space to no, just be like exactly. we're gonna put this in this area and then we're gonna put this in this area. No, you're talking about a household with like twenty people crammed into a really tiny space.
1: Yep. Um exactly
0: there would only be one spot to put things. Right. Even,
1: it's just like, if you've got a shelf, put them on the bottom or something, you know. But not even then, because if you had kids, they'd be in it. Yeah. Yeah, Just crazy. But uh, in this particular case, this woman was um, baking a cake, and she had thought she had grabbed the flour, and it was, it wasn't lie, but it was something similar. And... Obviously, if you think about how much flour it takes to bake a cake, yeah, uh, she served it to her family, and everybody died. And then they didn't know. um, Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 And same with medicines too. I mean, you, medicines would be in the same cabinet. And if the medicine itself wasn't deadly, if you accidentally mixed the bottle up with a cleaner of, yeah, or rat poison, I mean, you were, you were fucked.
0: <laughs> They're just like, I don't know how anybody survived. I keep saying that, but I still I, don't know like what percentage of the population did survive. And go on yeah. to have other kids that went on to have other kids. What percentage? Like 25% less? Two out of 10 kids that actually survived, period? Yeah. Yeah. So Which the is horrible. Is probably really fucking low if you Very. do the math on that. I mean, that's right. like 20% already. <laughs> right. And then their kids,
1: I don't know. Yeah. Well, and then not only... All of that going on, but kids and lower income families ended up having to go work in a factory in order to have any sort of survival. And that is a whole other level of deadly, deadly risky things to get involved with.
0: I really wanted to cover that, too. Oh, maybe you just have to get creative next time with our lettering, our naming conventions, but... Child labor yeah, um, would be a well, huge t- one.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that should definitely be an episode. Also, the if we want to talk about factory stuff that happened and went wrong, um, the... Oh, my gosh. The Long Coat Factory? Is that what it was called? Uh, Never heard of that. I can't remember. It was... Is it called Long Coat? It was basically um, women's shirts. It was a factory for long, long, long um, coat butt.
0: factory.
1: I'm looking it up. Mm-hmm. It was a, a factory completely employed with women. It was two gentlemen that owned the factory. And they had locked the doors, like all of the exits and stuff, so that they couldn't just walk out when they wanted to take a break or anything. They weren't allowed to take breaks, and a fire broke out at one point, and all of them died.
0: Oh, because, my God.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was because they wore their big sweeping skirts in a factory that had, you know, and that the fire was, Yeah just insane shit that could be its own episode too i have to get the name of that factory though
0: i'm still trying to see if i can find it um victorian era factory burned down coat (laughs) sorry i'm not (laughs) laughing at that i'm just laughing at myself of way my brain works
1: how does yeah no i have that too i'm like burned down coat Factory question <laughs> <laughs> mark? Um, that's what it is. Histories. The, the triangle shirtwaist factory. Triangle shirtwaist is that what it's called? That's what it's called. But it was known as the long coat thing because that's what the women wore. Um, it was the fire that took place at the triangle shirtwaist factory. In New York, on the twenty-fifth of March in nineteen eleven, that killed a hundred and forty-six young women workers, that uh, most of whom were immigrants. All of the doors were locked, and oh, uh, it cuts off.
0: Yeah, we definitely need to cover that.
1: Yeah, we totally should. That could be a the tea episode. I was say if we it wanted- could be
0: the tea episode.
1: Yeah. Because that's a lot to unpack in that one. We're um, kind
0: of we're kind of covering tradition a little bit in the Christmas special. So True. We could switch um, it. If you want to do tea for that, it'll sure. be the new year. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a good one. No, I had no idea. But um I believe it. I mean, there's still We can even bring in some of the things that are going on in modern times, you know.
1: Yeah, I think raising
0: awareness because child labor is still a thing uh, in different Mm -hmm. parts of the world. Yeah. So child labor. Um. Yeah, and of course, women just factories in general during that time frame. Yeah,
1: were so dangerous. Really bad. And the rat problems and Mm -mm. the facilities that they were housed in were sometimes worse than prisons. Yikes. Yeah. Okay, so tea this year will now be the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory. Next year's tea could be traditions, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Perfect. I wrote that in. Got rid of that.
0: Or it could fit under any category if there's like a specific tradition that falls under a certain letter and then we could add the other stuff in. I think that would um, be cool too.
1: Oh god, yeah. we could talk about fucking midsummer.
0: <laughs> What's midsummer?
1: It's a Scandinavian tradition in springtime that used to be it's it's something now to where, like, it's very well known for, oh, it's the spring solstice, women wear flowers in their hair, everybody dances around the maypole where they um, string together plants and they're different shapes and they play games. And it's a time known for getting, you know, springtime, no, no, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is it like where Midsummer's Night Dream? Is that where that came from?
1: Midsummer no, actually. Training? No. Um, but I when I first came across that, that's what I had thought, and I was like, oh, Shakespeare, blah, blah, blah. And I started reading about this Scandinavian tradition. I was like, holy shit. Um, but back in the day, midsummer traditions also involve sacrifices of people. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. And there's a there's a movie out there called Midsummer too, if you dare to watch it. I oh, my friend watched it. I did not because I don't know, but it got weird.
0: (laughs) I think I'm gonna watch Antlers pretty soon. I want to watch it so bad.
1: Do you know where it's at?
0: (laughs) Um, probably Amazon Prime.
1: Okay. Yeah, I need Prime. I do. Okay. I'm gonna have to watch it because I want to know if uh. I want to know if things are similar.
0: Yeah. And that's another thing we could do sometime too. Uh, If the Patreon, if we get enough Patreon people, maybe we could start, you know, like we were saying, watch Dracula. Yeah. Or like watch a movie and then people can kind of like comment and stuff. Um, That'd be awesome. Which I don't know if we have the ability to do that on here. We might. Oh, that'd be cool. I know that people, there's one option where people can call in as well. Like you oh, can give cool. them a number and they can call in and participate. Um, so I'll have to dig into that a little bit. but oh, That would you know. be
1: really cool.
0: Yeah, wouldn't it? If we did oh like a hometown God. macabre yeah. specific.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Like or live event. Really, yeah. That'd be fucking awesome. Or if we just randomly called Patreon patrons. Yeah, just be ready, people. Yeah, and then we record it, and then if it's just a voicemail, we just freaking troll their voice box. <laughs> just
0: leave a voicemail, yeah. There's <laughs> totally a way to do that on Patreon, I believe. You can host live shows on here. That is
1: cool. Um, so, a lot of fun stuff, people. There's so many fun things. I can't wait. <laughs> <sighs>
0: well, this that ended up being pretty fun. This ended up being pretty fun.
1: This was fun. This,
0: yeah. I love this. I mean, not that it's not ever fun, but you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> no, I know what you mean. <laughs> you Dip didn't the toe even know, in the water experiment. You
0: didn't even know that I had that arsenic one no. on deck. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> so, yep.
1: Surprise, surprise. Surprise episode.